good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongaka to you, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of September 2nd, 2022. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hey, everyone, Ginky. You're, you're not doing so ginky right now. <laughs> no, I am not so ginky. I have a very bad cough that came on today, and my stress level is so bad I was shaking yesterday. Oh, like, man, shaking I, from stress. I, I understand that. But what have you been listening to as a <laughs> And you're just going to laugh so hard at me because it's like... <laughs> oh, so... Being honest, I wish if I got a chance to listen to more than I have been. I've been more in my comfort music, to be honest. Yeah. Because it calms me down. So I'll just go a few of the comfort ones I have been listening to. Mm. Which I went back to Cream because I will say they are one of my comfort artists. Especially some of their slower tracks. I also enjoy a lot of their lyrics and they give me energy. And for them, it's, I mean, been the usual... Like kissing, um, banana, uh, beautiful, no filter, and then along the lines of that, I also started listening to more Kodakumi again, and she's a comfort artist for me. Plus, her new Blu-ray dropped, and I did order the fan club edition. <laughs> months ago, so it's at the Tensa warehouse, and I'm waiting for something else to arrive there before I ship it, because I also ordered that Ayumi Hamazaki Blu-ray a while ago as well, so, from our fan club, so, um, so those are two artists, I mean, they're comfort artists for me, and I love Kodokumi's lyrics, and her new album Heart is great. But mainly when I listened to her, I mean, I went back to a lot of her ballads, Sen no Kotoba, mm. Hands, also, you know, some of her upbeat ones, like, it's always hard to say what my favorite song is, but it's probably Taboo. Mm. And I went back to Taboo, I went to Driving, you know, I did, um, I just went down this old streak of my comfort music. I went back to Amado Namie because I watched one of her tours on Laserdisc and it brought me back to her early music hmm. just because it's something I don't dive into awesome. And it was a breath of fresh air and, you know, can you celebrate comes on and here's me crying like a baby <laughs> because that is one track that always gets me. So, you know, just going back to stuff like that, I listen to Nami's hope fight together and it just became this hodgepodge of stuff for Ayumi, Dearest, Together When, Together When always makes me cry like a baby, Rainbow, and I mean, as far as newer music, I was listening to Miwa's newest track, which is one of her newest tracks. She's been releasing some really good stuff lately, and I'm waiting for that EP to ship that I forgot I ordered. Speaking of Kodokumi... By the way, Luna, have you heard the news the other day? No, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to read any news. Now I'm scared. You want to break this to her? I, I mean, I guess I can. Is she retiring? No, 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 no. no. Uh, uh, she have another uh, baby? She's, 
No. Uh, <laughs> you're thinking too big. This is, she is going to be doing the opening theme for the new season of Common Rider, which debuts this, this week. week. Oh, yes. I bet I know what's, she just dropped that new song too. I haven't listened to it yet. It's yeah, a collab, I haven't had, it's, it's a collab song with uh, Shonen Okaze, I believe. I love Shonen Okaze. Yeah. I haven't heard Wings? it yet. I, I know like, she dropped I her new track Wings that Wings that just came out. That, that sounds like it might would be applicable. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, she's going to be doing the main theme for Kamen Rider Geats. Nice. I, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Just don't scare me like that when you say that. You know, don't you need to break it to her? First thing I think, don't. She's not retiring. I will freaking cry. I, I, I lost I, Nami, and she ain't coming I, I, back. I would have waited for for that. I like to load that gun for a different for a different. Yeah, time. I, I don't know. If we would do, I don't know if we would do that live on air either. <laughs> like that would no, be, that would be a special episode. As, you as, would just as hear much, me freaking as much cry. fun as I would like to hear that full. <laughs> you would hear things coming out of my mouth that you would be like, "Uh oh, we shouldn't have broke that to her." Um, so no, but that's awesome. I'm looking forward to that because I, I think that'll be fun. Um, yeah. But I, there's a lot of good music coming out. Like, Miwa's Bloom is great. And I know that one came out in June, but that's going to be on our latest EP that drops this month. So mm. I'm super excited about that. Bonnie Pink has actually started releasing things again. Yeah, so I'm more surprised about that, to be honest. <laughs> I am, and it makes me happy because I really like the newest releases she's done. I really enjoyed Elegy. I enjoyed Takahara's, uh, Takara Sagashi. You know, so I'm really hoping to see a new album from her i mean if not i'm just happy to see some digital singles from her yeah but you know i've been keeping though she's one of my comfort artists because her music is just so beautiful and peaceful and she just has such a nice voice and a perfect sky is one of my comfort songs for her and it's gonna rain so do you crash but yeah I mean, just a lot of comfort music. I did check out Chanmina dropped a new music video today called Tokyo 4 AM. And I am so excited for when that drops digitally because that song was good. And the music video was a ton of fun because there's tons of cameos. And I need to watch it again because I know I missed half the cameos. <laughs> but I highly recommend it. I, I, I like the style. I... And I feel like she's trying to change. She's kind of changing it up again. And I'm glad to see more from her because I feel like we haven't seen stuff from her recently. So, yeah, mainly just my I, I feel like I should say I've been listening to something new, new, but it's just been comfort stuff. Well, what about you, Greg? Yeah, no, uh, you know. I, I'm kind of in the same boat with Luna. Uh, you know, it's, it's mostly just been stuff that we've been talking about the past couple of weeks that, uh, you know, been gracing my ears and, uh, in, you know, something like, uh, Kisuke ga sora ni koi by Milk. Uh, still enjoying that. Uh, Way You Are, uh, by Kohei Matsushita is just lovely lovely song been enjoying that going back and listening to see you uh, has been a lot of fun along with uh the uh chikara no kagiri uh release by generations from exile tribe i'm still loving piping hot uh, beyond vanitas that that track is just so much fun 
just an absolute blast to is listen it, to. Is it right now your number two song of the year? Uh, it it's in my five. It is easily in my five. I I love that song a lot. And See, you know, I'm, I'm I'm sad that we weren't able to have all three of us in June because I would love to have heard your guys's updates for the half year mark. So yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but here we are now. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, just surface level stuff that, like I said, like we've been talking about and listening to. I, I will say I found a lot of songs to listen to this week, <laughs> so I, I will I, I will uh, be listening to a lot moving forward. Uh, and yes, uh, just I'm everything in the for... Oricon for the last couple yeah. <laughs> Nothing uh, yeah, new beyond that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, nothing new beyond that. Uh, yeah, because. My cell service in, in some of the places I have to go to is very spotty, so I, I don't get to li- I don't get to explore as much as I would like. So I see. Uh, yeah, I'm it, surprised it's, uh, that you aren't on this one because I was listening to "How to Love" by Genki Iwahashi. I figured you would be on that already because you've been loving what he was doing. It's his first album since kind of going on solo by himself here. And it's actually it's it's all right. I've been listening to the first couple of the tracks here. I haven't been able to dive in as much as I would like to, but it's it's a good thing that Iwahashi is, you know, being able to come back to the music industry. So yeah, I just I just been busy. hadn't had a chance to check it out. So yeah, it'll it will be on my short list of things to do, most definitely. <laughs> But yeah, besides that, yeah. I've been listening to Odoru Yoni by Pokodat Singray, which is their upcoming album. The lead song, Redai O, is actually really, really good. It's more their style, so it's not really muching out of experience for Pokodat Stingray here. I've been listening to Midsummer Love by Tuan. I mean, Tuan has been doing some really, really great work as of late, so I've been really loving what he's been doing as of as of late for recent for recently stuff i mean midsummer love is just work after work for this for this composer here so i also been listening to below by kohaku goku and that's been actually really really good i've been really appreciating the lovely steel drum style that they brought into this track i was also listening to natsu no magic by sometimes as well and that's actually really good. I've been really digging sometimes work or sometimes his work for the last couple of releases that they've been doing and Natsu no Magic is no different. I was also listening to Mime, I just want to say, their latest single, so it's actually really, really good. Mime has been always really good, so not too surprised by what I got here. I also got into I Anyo's latest album, Falling Into Your Eyes record fantastic album i want to say it's probably my if nothing else comes out for this year that really really surprised me i would probably say this is probably my album of the year and that's saying a lot because i mean we all kind of like i but not to oh yeah i love her i pre-ordered that yeah not to be like fully fully into it but i just really really appreciate the work that she really did with this album so I mean, you got three six three six is really good. You also got getting stronger, but so blue. 
Heart is also really good. On oh, the Cherry Blossom Nights, good. Supergirl's really good. Futaba's amazing. A lot of a lot of really good releases on this just one album. And I would want to say this is probably her best work in a long time for me. You know, I appreciate her single works, but and then you know, my first love is crying. The EP was alright, but I really, really loved this album. So, but I'm looking forward to it. So yeah. thank you for sharing that. Yeah, hopefully you're able to watch or listen to it. I'm surprised that uh, unfortunately you weren't on last week, Luna. And you know, Millet's always used song. I went back to that as well. Um, there's also Picture Resorts, um, Upon a Seasons album. The track is Step Stepped Onto is actually really, really good. If you guys don't know, Picture Resort is an amazing composer. You know, Once Upon a Season is so, so good. If you guys have a chance to listen to a couple of his work, it's so, so good. I, I, Sukisha's Hot Sauce on Ice Cream EP, also so fantastic. I would highly recommend that. Uh, Last Day's last by drama store is also really really good highly recommend that and just like a bunch of here and dear things that i've been kind of listening to oh by the way great did you listen to whiskey by avocado boys like i suggested oh shoot i forgot uh, i will check that out i'm going to make a note on my laptop and uh, i will definitely check that out i am so sorry i forgot no, I'm, I'm going to make a, a, a point, though, because I do want to... Anytime someone recommends stuff, I do want to make a point to listen to it. And it sounds good, so I, I'm eager to check it out. Like I said, I think Avocado Boys is a very interesting group, and I, I've recommended them to you as well, Luna, because uh, the the singer is an American singer, actually, but the, the entire band is composed of Japanese artists, but or bandmates, but... The, the just the lead singer is an American singer, so I thought it was a very interesting style overall. They sound interesting. I'll have to um, if you want to send send that name my way because I don't have something to write it down on at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'll send it to you guys later. Uh, but yeah, no, just a little bit things here and there. But yeah, with that, let's go on to the music corner this week and. We had the lovely chance for you, Luna, to introduce a brand new artist. So why don't you go right ahead? All right. So I had the courtesy to, or I have the courtesy to introduce the rock unit, Glim Spanky. So they, they're really a unit because they consist of Remy Matsuo and Hiroki Kamimoto. So Remy is the, the vocalist. And she also does the guitar work, and then Hiroki is the just the guitarist. They do have other members that participate. However, it's I'm trying to think of the word for it. It's a um, it's not a stand-in band. I'm trying to. I know there's a word for when people support group support band. support support so they members. Do, <laughs> yeah, support members. Thank you. So they even though they are a rock unit, and it's just Remy and Hiroki. They do have support members who do help as well. So, however, they did begin the group in 207. And Remy actually formed this group. And it was really for a school festival. Hiroki later joined the band. And that's how they ended up with the current unit they have. They made their major debut in 2014 with Universal. Under the Virgin Records label to be specific. 
And they're, due to their unique sound that is influenced by 60s, 70s rock and blues, they gained a lot of momentum with their mini album, Shosol. And this really pushed them into the spotlight, especially the covers of Adele's Rolling Deep and Janis Joplin's Move Over. And this really showcased Remy's vocals. And that is what garnished them tons of attention because she has the uniqueness about her style. She has an extremely husky voice. And I guess a lot of people compare it to Janis Joplin or Pat Benatar type of style. And I can easily see that. And that brought fans in from all different ages to this group. So they and they not only just in Japan, they've drawn fans throughout the world as well. And which is how I found out about them. And they have that Western style rock influence with Japanese lyrics, which really helps draw in all those listeners from around the world and all different ages. So Glum Spanky first caught my ear with their album Walking on Fire that released in 2020. And I do know that they've done some anime, but the one they did, the Gundam Origins, I have not watched that one yet. It's on my list. But for me, Walking on Fire was where I I really first dived into him because I've heard their name thrown around for quite some time and talking to a lot of Inter, uh, people at conventions or on music forums, they were Glim Spanky was always a suggested unit to check out, and I knew nothing about them at the time. And so I started listening to Walking on Fire, and the two tracks that really stood out for me were By Myself Again and Story, Story Nisaki Ni. And that's what got me to say, hey, I really like this group. And they did they didn't do anything for almost two years, so I kinda started you know, pushed them aside for a little bit. You know, I dived into their older stuff at that time. But they started releasing songs last year and early this year, and it brought me back to them like, oh, I forgot how much I love Glim Spanky, I love Remy's voice. And I especially there's slower ones, like I mentioned, by myself again in Story Nisaki Ni, just because of Remy's smoky vocals with the minimalistic compositions in those just made me fall in love. It's a perfect blend of rock and vocal, but also tracks like Shoso, Ahome Royo, Odori ni Ikoze, and Ikari wo Kureyo that have a heavier composition and also have a more aggressive feel to them, especially in Remy's vocals. I love that they're very memorable for that reason. And once you hear them, you can't forget them. And that's one of the things that drew me in is because they have such a unique sound, not just in Remy's vocals, but also composition-wise. They know how to... I'm trying to think of how this... They're very good at coming up with their music, their lyrics, and making it fit to what they're doing. And not to mention, they don't do the same thing each time. They've changed it up. And you can hear that on the, like the song Love Is There and In The Air, Utsukushi uh, Ibata are completely different types of tracks, such as Shoso, Shoso, Idori Ni Kose, because... Like, Love Is There has a nice, serene feel to it. And that whole album that it's on is, like, this 70s hippie style, and I love it. 
I just love the vers- versatility they have. And I think that's one of the things that makes them stand out as a rock unit. And their newest track, I Don't Need a Signal, uh, Signal Wa Iranai, it, that's, that one really caught me. And this is their most recent release. And I have absolutely been in love with it since it dropped. The aggressive opening, I like the heavier composition. It has a catchy chorus. And Remy's vocals fit so well with it. I... I mean, I have, like, one. the only minor thing I have with Glam Spanky is sometimes Remy's vocals can, you know, she she's not made for Screamo, but she tries. And I think that's my only issue I've ever come across. However, I just love what they do and what they bring to the table, especially if you're a fan of 70s, 80s rock. I think Glam Spanky is one of those groups that'll draw you in pretty quickly and easily. So I am curious to hear what both of you guys think about them, especially because I don't cover a lot of rock rock units and I know they've they have a pretty hunky discography, too. Yeah, no, uh, this was definitely a, a fun group to listen to. I really enjoyed my time with them. They do have a meaty discography, but it's nice to know that, you know, they stay busy. They've really kind of averaged an album once per year. Like they had two drop in 2017. They took, there's a little time between the last three albums, but for the most part, they've had a steady output of music. And, you know, you got, you got to respect the work and the dedication that they've really put into it for like, they've had seven albums released in seven years. Like that's pretty good. And there's a lot of groups that don't really do that. Uh, I really wound up enjoying my time with Glim Spanky. Uh, I really wound up enjoying more of their early work than their later work. Uh, Their whole Surprise Journey album, I wound up really liking. And yeah, when when I heard it, I I, I thought like like Pat Benatar, like, you, you know, you think of American rock, not Japanese rock. So, you know, when we were talking like 80s, late 70s, early 80s, we're talking about like American rock music. But yeah, you know, it's kind of like Janis Joplin and, you know, Pat Benatar kind of like in that vein. And I was a huge Pat Benatar fan back in the day. I guess I still am. I'm not not liked her, but that's not the point. Still, I really wound up enjoying Glenn Spanky. I like the compositions that they work with and uh, the vocal work. You know, sometimes she's kind of stretching her limits a little bit, but she does a good job of really utilizing what she has. And I, I think she doesn't really overstay her welcome a whole lot it's really good and you know they have some really good tracks so i i wound up really enjoying them overall uh you you know i really wound up enjoying um lorca which is on their uh, first album uh, sunrise journey and you know just a couple of tracks that i liked on their new album in the time hole was uh shapeless uh sugar plum fairy was really good uh, sugar slash plum slash fairy i guess it, it, they, they have some some good stuff it's like not every track was a knock out of the park it, but you know when you're dealing with a discography this bad this big i think you're looking for the overall you know uh hit and miss and i they hit way more than they miss so i like i said i wound up really enjoying them overall and uh, i had some fun with them yeah to kind of just double down here i you know i've i've listened to glenn glenn spanky for a handful of releases here 
So I've I've knew of them for a while now. And one of the things that I absolutely love from this duo here is you know they're they're not afraid to kind of just go out and just be themselves. A lot of that is, you know, with their next one album and stuff. And um, I Stand Alone album is also really, really good. However, the one thing that really gets me is, like, like, like you said, Luna, I've, you know, with Nemi's vocals, she has that thing where I, I feel like it's like Otto to a point. And if you know Otto's vocal style for the most part she sounds like she is really straining her vocals to try and sound loud without actually being loud yep and you know the thing is i there, there is a time and a place for that but you know it she she had made it a point to have that be her vocal style and it's it's fine and i i i appreciate that you know she doesn't like strain her voice from just doing that all day i'm, I'm actually really surprised her and otto have have vocals vocal range to continue off of that but yeah i mean yeah she has a really interesting range and i i don't know i i i'm very intrigued by them just just because of you know her her vocal style, just how they do their music, it's... I'm glad to see a band like this today, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things that, you know, they have a, an allusion to that. If you look at the, any of their their album covers, they have that allusion to 80s and 70s rock style of covers as well. And you can tell where they really... Their inspiration is they're coming from here as as probably just a love letter to that style and you know i really appreciate that and i'm pretty sure all three of us really appreciate that because we all three of us really love that kind of music style back then so i'm i'm not i'm not wrong right <laughs> oh yeah no i no, i correct. love that style and and that's what I love is their themes to all their albums. It fits with what they did. Mm. And it also alludes to that those time periods, which I found very interesting and unique. So I feel like Glimp Spanky has taken a lot of time to make sure their music is done in a way they like it perceived, you know? I feel like they're very careful, and, and it seems like they have a lot of choices in doing what they do, and I love that, you know? It makes them very unique and stand out. All right, so I'm really glad to hear that, you know, we enjoyed them, and hopefully they'll have some more new tracks when we do our roundup again, because I've been pretty much blown away and, you know, still enjoying their music, so they're they're a unit I'm going to be looking forward to whenever they release something new to see what they'll do. So... As of right now, Glim Spanky has actually been in the music industry for some time, so they acquired quite an extensive discography with seven studio albums, which are listed on our site. They also have eight EPs, 12 single-slash-digital singles. The newest one is I Don't Need a Signal, which also is featured on their latest album, Into the Time Hole. And you can follow them and check them out on our website we have their official website official twitter instagram and the latest music video for signal signal and i on there so hope everyone enjoys as much as we did 
Yeah. So thank you for introducing us to Glim Spanky, and I can't wait for the roundup. Me too. Yeah, no, uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, definitely looking forward to checking these guys back out, you know, in a few months. As much as they put out, you know, they should have at least a new single or something, hopefully. Fingers yeah. crossed. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Luna. You're welcome. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the Orcan here and... It's a pretty you week, huh, Gray? <laughs> yeah, oh, this I, is so gray. Yeah, I, I looked at it and I was like, oh man, they 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 were thinking of me when they put out all these releases. You've been uh, feasting actually pretty well this past <laughs> couple of times, <laughs> past I, I, couple of weeks. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, uh, I am I am being very gluttonous with the music dropping on the Oricon. Yes, I I have it. It's it's been it's been good, but I I gotta say this is probably one of the more bountiful weeks because I, I hit the plus sign on so many of these <laughs> so many of these I added the plus sign it's just it was ridiculous I, I am hyped to talk about this this set of releases I am looking forward to it but yeah with that let's continue on to number 10 here and unfortunately it has to be another song that we can't find and that's because it's part of the Believe series and I have no idea why you would think or not uh, not Believe Free the Free series you would think of something as a series as popular as Free it would be up here but no it's it's part of the final movie and it's part of the character songs for for Ren here and he, he's the shark looking character in that series if I remember correctly I've watched only a couple episodes of that I don't know I don't think you're a fan of Free I don't think you are I haven't watched it I want to because I love the studio that does it and I love the animation designs yeah but I haven't watched, I, I really, the main reason is when I miss out on a limited edition, it irks me. And if I can't get it, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> and I missed out on all the free limited editions when they came out. But I would love to check this show out at some point. Yeah, unfortunately, because of just how locked down they've been on for this particular release, we weren't able to be able to secure a copy. But regardless... It, it sold really, really well at 6,444 copies. And going on up to number nine here, it is... I I remember you just told me this, Gray. And a, a juvenile, if I Juvenile in Tokyo yeah. Dope. Yeah, it is a juvenile at slash Tokyo Dope by Black... Blackberry. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. But there's a V uh, in the middle. That's how I've been pronouncing it. So I, I think you're right. Yeah. And it kind of, kind of says Blackberry. So I just assume it's that. So this is their second single overall for this fresh out of the box boy group here. And what do we think of it? Because you know, for us, because it's been a while since we've actually done physical releases. You know, we probably wouldn't have saw them on the the digital releases so this is our first real look into them and what did you guys think of juvenile slash tokyo dope 
Yeah, no. Uh, I wound up really enjoying this release overall. I It's a meaty release. It's an EP, and it's got six tracks on here. But I wound up really digging this full release. Juvenile, it is, it's a little wonky in the beginning. Like The song doesn't start off on the best of footing, but it gets better as it goes, and I wound up enjoying it overall. And uh, I love Tokyo Dope. I thought that was just a great song. Uh, Tokyo Dope was a lot of fun. Wake Up Charisma was a blast. And it kind of tails off a little bit from there. So like the last three, White Egotistic, DOV, and Bokura no Miraizu. Uh, although Bokura no Miraizu, I did wind up really liking. So, But overall, I thought this was a meaty release, especially for their second release. And I feel like they do a good job. They're, they're not doing anything uber unique to stand out, which I think is like the biggest concern I kind of have with them. But I really like what's here, and I I will say I do love the saxophone in Tokyo Dope. That I think that was the clincher for for that for me. And so yeah, I, I, know, I did. I, I, I knew it. I knew it. Yes, as, I, yes, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh no, Gray's gonna just love this just unabashedly for yes. no reason whatsoever, except for the fact that it has a sax in the beginning <laughs> and throughout. <laughs> yeah i know it's just but i did i wound up liking this release overall for blackberry and i i did i i had a lot of fun with it i i don't i will say if you're not in the boy groups i don't know if there's a whole lot here for you i'll just be honest but uh i i liked it i i thought it was a blast uh i hit the plus sign and uh it is, it is just great great release overall so I knew Gray would love this. It was obvious from the first moment I heard Juvenile Tokyo Dope by Blackberry. It was his style. I will say for me, this type of like, I will say Juvenile and Tokyo Dope, I mean, they have great vocals. Don't get me wrong. They, you know, I do agree. I feel like they're not doing enough to stand out because I, I honestly had to go back and listen to it a second time because I forgot what I listened to the next day. But I will say Blackberry is not also the type of music I, my genre that I listen to. But regardless of that, I still think, you know, they have a ways to go. This is their second single. I think they're still probably trying to find themselves. And I would like to see where they end up. I mean, will they be for me? More than likely not. Do I respect what they're trying, you know, that they're trying to do something. They have decent vocals. Yeah, of course I do. So I'm curious to see what they'll do next. Even though I'm I'm kind of like iffy on this release. Just because it's, you know, I mean, it's a start. It's getting there, so. Yeah, no, overall, like, I won't be as harsh as them on them. Like I, I would be with other groups that we're going to go into here for a bit because yeah you know this is their second release and of course they're obviously going to try to find themselves overall i thought it was an all right release juvenile was was all right and you got tokyo dope which is well sax saxophone aside was really good and you know wake up charisma was also fairly good as well Overall, I thought this was a very solid release for a, a nice debuting group here. And unfortunately, 
you know, they got to really shake it up for a bit. And they had to. And they, they were trying to for all, all of their songs for this release. So I really appreciate that. However, they're still trying to find themselves. And once they kind of find what they think they got, I will probably like them a little bit more. Regardless, you know, this is a group that we're going to have to keep our eyes on because I'm pretty sure we'll see them once again soon enough. I also think we will. Yeah, I'm hoping so because they, they might have a new fan. <laughs> uh, six months from now, oh well, yeah, my my number one group for the year is going to be Blackberry. <laughs> you joke, but that could happen. <laughs> I don't joke. I know it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. I if, if we're going to talk about like groups in that boat, I think I think there's another group that would more likely happen with, but that's just me. Mm debuting the buddies is or the the next couple of other groups that we're going to be going through here they aren't debuting <laughs> oh, fair enough fair enough you're correct and we've heard of several of these groups beforehand so they they won't be part of that list but regardless this week i saw the lovely or juvenile and tokyo dopes this week sold a lovely seven thousand seven hundred and forty three copies and going on up to number eight, it is Clap, Clap by Niju. I don't want to hear the word clap ever again. How did you feel about this release, Luna? Because you weren't on the initial time we talked about this release. No, I was not. I mean, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. <laughs> um, I will say, I mean, I already know this. Niju's not for my generation. It... it I would say it is a very catchy track, and it's one that even if you don't like it, you're probably going to get it stuck in your head. And, I mean, they do what they do. I I really don't have much to say because I do feel like, is it one of their better songs? Did I like it than the last one? I don't even remember the name of the last one I heard by them. I just remember I there was the last one I heard I absolutely hated. This one I didn't hate, but at the same time, I'm... I'm not going to go listen to it. I'm not going to download it. I mean, it's kind of there. I honestly am indifferent on it. But, I mean, I already know that about Nichu, that they're not for me. They're really for that younger generation. And that's what it's geared for. And I can see why people like them and why people may like this. But, yeah. Not surprised it's still on there because I know they're still pretty hot right now. Yeah, you know, I've I found out that a friend of mine is actually a huge fan of Nietzsche, and I found it hilarious. So I was like, "Yeah, why?" <laughs> as soon as I found that out, I legit asked him why. And what I, was I, that? I want, what was that I answer? Want, I, I want to do a case study on you because you're just as old as I am, and I'm just like, why? But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. he he tells me they're doing some really good stuff right now, and I'm just like, am I talking to a Weezer fan or am I talking to, to a Nietzsche person? But apparently, no, he just loves really he loves all K-pop, so I'm not really gonna fight him on that. So, but regardless, clap clap. So the wonderful eight thousand six hundred and fifty-eight cappies here, and going on up to number seven is Smile, or I guess. 
SM Smile LE. I don't know. It, it's, it's pronounced Smile in, 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 if you looked it up on Apple Music, but it's just how it's presented on the tracks here. It just says Smile and SM, and there was a the little smiley face in the middle. But, but it's done by Buddies. And I, I already knew immediately as soon as I saw Buddies, I was like, oh, here we go. Here you go. Here you go, Ken. We're going to have to deal with this for a little bit because <laughs> I know for a fact that Gray is going to love the hell out of Buddies. And right you were. My God. This is, this is my track of the week. Hands down, it's not even close. I loved Smile. I loved this whole release, which is only uh, Smile and it, Rise and Love. Only, but, it's only that. <laughs> but oh my lord, I, I did. I, I love this. This is this is this is my speed right here. It's just this nice, fun track. Great harmonization. Great vocal work, and it just. The moment I heard it, I, I was shopping with my wife. We were doing grocery shopping, and I, I was somewhere else. I was not in that grocery store at the moment. I was so you're enjoying. Like, be, were you like, be still, my beating heart? <laughs> I was trying to shove an, an AirPod in my wife's ears, like, you got to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, you got to listen to it now. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, yeah, that, that's, that... So I really got to ask you this at some point in time because, you know, the Buddies is from Stardust. I really got to ask, as of right now, because you've been really liking Johnny's as of late, well, debuting Johnny's anyway, and this is one of the newer groups from Stardust. You know, this will be a, a topic that I'll probably throw at you eventually, but I, I would say which one do you like more as of right now, Johnny's or Stardust? Uh, it, it, I don't, it, it'll be hard for me to say because it's easier for me to keep track of who's Johnny's and who's Stardust. So there's groups that I like that are Stardust and I don't know that they're Stardust. And so I, I need to look at their roster mm. it before, because like mm. I said, it's a little harder for me to keep track. Uh, Johnny's because like they hit the numbers and, and we kind of talk about them a bit more than we do Stardust. Like it's easier for me to keep track of of johnny's but uh i it would i would love to go and check because i mean what stardust groups we've been talking about lately have been killing it and yeah no buddies is oh my lord uh, uh, I, I, I love it, it. it's, it's kind of so it's kind of kind of easy to pinpoint stardust it's all the others all the other idol groups that you just like that doesn't sound like Johnny's. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, and one thing that this this might sound really stupid, but one one of the things that kind of drew me to this group was the name because I I, I call I have a really bad habit of calling people buddy. It, they, they just have this feel, this unison about them that I just love. Like they're buddies. And, yeah, like they're buddies. Like, <laughs> I'm, hey, just, like I'm staring straight at the, the microphone name. right now. <laughs> You know, riddle me this, man. (laughs) Oh, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I I did. I I wound up really enjoying this, and I haven't had a chance to look to see what else they have out, but you you bet your bottom dollar I want to be looking into this stuff. Oh, they have a lot of releases. I know what I'm doing all weekend. 
Yeah, I was gonna say they have a slew of digital releases. <laughs> I, I, this is their first, their first physical release. Yeah, 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 yeah. Should... this is their first physical release. But all their other prior stuff has been digital releases. I re- I remember we listened to Alien Boy. I, I, I want to <laughs> say too, the top looks mildly familiar. Yeah, Alien Boy sounds really familiar on my end specifically. I think it was an episode where me and you were doing them, Luna. Hot Which cheese one? buddies. That that sounds good. <laughs> Wait, what, what about I... hot cheese? I'm confused. <laughs> they have that's a, a song name. They have that's a song. A song. Name <laughs> but that but the album I... is just this yellow square and it says hot cheese buddies. <laughs> You're just making me hungry because you said the word cheese. Now all I want is cheese, but I don't want hot cheese. I just want cheese. We're having tacos after. We're having tacos after I get off of here. So (laughs) make it. I'm gonna make it ice cold now. (laughs) No. Regardless, you know. What What did you think of buddies here, Luna? Because I I I know we're gonna spend like 30 minutes on them if we just leave it to Grace devices. Uh, Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, Well, first I first time I heard "Smile" by Buddies, I thought, oh. I already know Gray's going to freaking love this. He's going to eat this up like candy. Which, of course, you know, wasn't wrong on that. I mean, it was okay. I honestly thought they had good vocals, good composition. Still, this isn't my type of group, though. I'm not going to go out of my way and listen to it. I didn't download it. But I respect what they did with it. I, you know, I think they are talented. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, you know, overall, I I knew when I saw buddies on here, I er, immediately knew what I was expecting. You know, they're they're a group that you know don't really change what they they sh- show out here, and you know, this is a ten member group. By the way, I just I I can't even fathom that. But you know how you can keep track of that many people, but. <laughs> I mean, Number it, one's it, it, got one more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where, where, where's where, where, we'll get to that in a moment here, but yeah, now, now you do run my entire thing because I was thinking about that. So, sorry, sorry. But yeah, you know, with with buddies here, I I already knew what I was getting with smile, and when I heard, it, I was like, eh, yeah, that's it's. It, all right i'm not smiling at the end of it which i'm pretty sure you were <laughs> whole time whole time, whole time. This, For, first moment this to big, last this, just giant smile across say, my I'm, face i'm just like yeah yeah I, I just imagine this big dumb grin on your face just like ah. <laughs> well, well my wife had to stop me from dancing in the grocery store so <laughs> i'm pretty sure that was happening you're like after ah, I, I feel I, a dance <laughs> after after i after she she was I got the AirPod in her ear, and she's like, "Man, I, I I'm hearing the radio." And I was, I was like, "I took it back, and I just started dancing." It's like you're embarrassing me. Stop that. <laughs> yes, but you know, I knew what I was expecting with Smile, and you know, it, it was a self fulfilling prophecy there. But you know, this week it sold fairly well overall. You know, at nine thousand five hundred forty-two copies here, and going on up to number six, it is two as one. I kiss my feet too. 
Now, you weren't on last week's episode, Luna. So what did you think about 2 as 1? I actually loved it because it was a beautiful ballad and I'm upset it's streaming. I thought their harmonies were great. The composition was very befitting. And I'm, as you know, usually boy bands, boy groups, whatever it is, aren't my cup of tea. And I know Kiss My Feet can really be hit or miss. Kiss My Foot, Kiss My Feet, you know. And I'm... But I really loved Who's One. I thought this was great. And I it I don't know if I'd go out and physically buy a copy because of shipping. But if I lived in Japan and it was easy accessible, yes, I would buy a copy. But I thought this was a great song. I loved it. Yeah. N- yeah. I-, I talked about this last week. Uh, but, you know, just real quick. Uh, yeah, no, this was a great release by Kiss My Foot, though. I was found myself listening to it again this week and it's just such a really well done song by this group Uh, just great vocals great harmony i mean they really killed it with this release and just props to them yeah you know it kiss my foot though too here you know they've they're coming up on the 30th or 30th single here and it doesn't seem like they're gonna stop anytime soon so get on them but Regardless, this week I saw the lovely 13,766 copies. And going on up to number 5, it is the Utano Prince Sama Maji Love Starlish Unit Idol Songs this time around with Yu 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 slash Samurai by B Green. Now, this is the first time in a long time that we actually had them as a group because we've been dealing with them singly for Utano Prince Sama, so. What did you guys think of the group? Now, I would go to my our usual person here, Luna, but why don't you go, Gray? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this was a pretty solid release overall. I, I had some fun with this. I thought that Samurai's was a, definitely an interesting track, but, you know, I, I thought both of them were really good, and uh, Ooh was pretty solid overall i like the vocalization the harmony i i don't love it as much as i do some of the other stuff that we've been talking about and i I don't know if i'd buy this but you know i remember like the last time utano prince sama dropped something that i really loved was more of a a group release and this is a group release so uh, i i'm thinking like i'm liking uh shocker i'm liking when they do the groups uh but yeah, because, I mean, they just play off each other so much better. And it's overall, I think it's just a higher quality of track. But like I said, I didn't love it as much as some of the other stuff that we've been talking about. So I, I don't think I'd go out and buy it. But, you know, for what it is, I, I had some fun with it. And I thought it was done really well overall. So didn't have the same sentiments in us, unfortunately. And I know Utano Prince Sama can be hit or miss for me. And I like that they do try out different styles, different types of songs. And this was something different. I respect that. It sounded a little harder than usual. They got that bad boy style in the photo. So you don't know if they're trying to drop a new bomb, like a new hit single, you know, lay that out there. Or if they're trying to, like, do some, you know, some real hard rock and roll type of thing. 
I, I honestly thought, ooh, 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 I like that better than Samurai, Samuraiism. I thought it had a better beat, you know? I don't know. Those vocals in Samuraiism just did not fit with the composition. It really threw me a new one. It, I just, it took me out of it. I thought, ooh, ooh, had better harm- harmonies, but it's still not my, you know, I do like my Anamu music and that, but... This just wasn't quite doing it for me. However, I like that they did change things up a little bit than usual, you know, especially with having a group versus lately we've gotten a lot of more just solo artists from Utano Prince Sama. So. Yeah, you know, that's the thing here that I think overall that we have to take a take apart from this is like you know because of the fact that they've been like with Utano Prince Sama as of late they've been really doing these whole solo vocalists releases and that really took away the fact that oh yeah they're part of idol groups and i kind of forgot about that loki so you know them having this unit release was while jarring at first when i first listened to it i was like oh i mean overall i can see them this this is what they usually are and and i kind of forgot that overall i i kind of like how they kind of went hard for no apparent reason (laughs) it's pretty funny to be honest you know uh I don't know if it's pronounced ooh, ooh, ooh or ooh. <laughs> I'll just assume ooh. it's ooh. ooh. <laughs> uh, Samurai is, um... <laughs> yeah, it does sound like an old traditional. It sounds like a song that Token Rambo would actually do, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so I just find that pretty funny. So, I mean, regardless, it's it sold very well for, for them in the middle of the pack here at, you know, 17,723 copies. But let's continue on to Summer Bike here by the Fantastics from Exile Tribe. And, you know, as, as like I said, as much as I want to hear a 20-minute rant from our lovely Fantastic Lover here, let's start with you, Luna. So I actually thought Summer Bike was a pleasant surprise. I was expecting Pop and Lock, especially because it's the Fantastics, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I think I think I knew what I was getting myself into with the Fantastic. If it was like the Rampage or something like that, I think I'd be a, I would be thinking the same, to be honest. Yeah, and I know Fantastics, they don't go as hard as the Rampage and that, but I still was thinking either Pop and Lock or something super dancey, but Summer Bike was a lot more chill than I thought it would be. Mm. And I liked that. I also thought their vocals had a good harmonization. Um, I'm not super into Fantastics. I, I I honestly can't remember the last song I, I listened to by them. But, I mean, Summer Bike was actually really nice. And I it pleasantly surprised me. I, I'm going to go back and give it another couple listens. Because I don't know if I want to hit the favorite on it or not. I'm still kind of like... Not completely won over, but I really did enjoy it. Yeah, as as Ken alluded to earlier, I I, I love this track. This is fantastic. I, I loved every second uh, of uh, it. Uh, 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 of course you did. <laughs> uh, uh, I will say, uh, for their releases this year, it's not my favorite. Uh, Santa Monica Lollipop is really freaking good and it does not beat that by by any means oh yeah but, i forgot about that one yes. that shows what i remember yes. uh santa monica lollipop 
Oh my lord! Like that, that's man. I still listen to that one to this day. Like that song is so freaking good. I don't know if I'll be listening to this in a month or so time, maybe. But th- around this time last year, they had a similar release when they dropped High Fever, and well, actually, High Fever was two years ago. Never mind. Uh, but still, they around this time. It, it's what I thought of when I heard this track because it's got like that. I mean, they, they, always, they, they always vibe do a style of summer songs for this around this time. All of them, yeah. you know, uh, to be honest. Yeah. It's, it's just whatever four months, dis- whichever four groups decide to have a month. <laughs> True. Uh, but yeah, you know, Summer Bike, it's got like this synthesizer 80s vibe to it that I, I really like. And, you know... High Fever really showed they can do that style really well. And I, I really feel like, you know, Summer Bike fits in that. And, you know, listening to, like, that opening synthesizer, like, like I just, a couple months ago, like, Stranger Things Season 4, and, like, I'm like, you could slip this song in into that show, and I don't know if you'd notice it or not, honestly. Like it would just it would fit, and I did I did I like it because it's just it hits right. Uh, it's done really well. I, I saw the music video for this I want to say a week or two ago, so uh, I was excited when it showed up. I had already heard it. I, knew, I already knew I liked it, but uh, still, this was great. I, I love this release. It's not their strongest release of the year, but you know I I still had some fun with it, and uh, yeah, still a big fan. Can't wait to see. Like I, I'm, I'm surprised you don't like city pop as much as you, as as much as you would, because you say um, 80 styles and synth style. I think city pop would be right up your alley, to be honest. Yeah, well, now in city pop, like the past couple of times, like we've covered like a city pop style, I, I have liked it. So, I, I think I just I needed a little time for it to grow on me, I guess, uh, but. Well, no, yeah. well, not only not only that, it hasn't been prevalent as it is over the last That's couple true. Of years. To be That's honest, That's true too. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it, it is growing. Still a, it it was still a niche niche genre. To be honest, even when I was starting to listen to it back in the mid aughts, but now it's everyone is having nostalgia for the eighties and nineties, so, and that because of that style is so of that time obviously people are going to be listening to it more so i mean it's not so much a you thing it's so much a of the times kind of thing that makes sense yeah but but you know for summer bike you know like you were just saying they're great yeah it does have the more 80 styles. I like. I was honestly surprised that it wasn't considered a city pop. I think this is their style to try and replicate that style overall, and it was it's it was a fun ride. However, do I see myself picking this as like a month thing down the line for Ongaku Go? Nah, not really. I don't think I see myself going right down the line here for this. But overall, it was a nice it was a nice ride to go down. Uh, they weren't trying to go too hard, which I was afraid of with the Fantastics, because you know, the Exile Tribe groups, they always try to go hard on one part or the other 
for whatever reason, but they kind of turned it down for this one. And Fantastic is technically the group to do that too because of the fact of how mellow they are compared to the other the other four groups. So, but regardless, Summer Bike sold a lovely eighteen thousand seven hundred and fifty four copies here. And going on up to number three, it is Banzai Digital Trippers by Aquars featuring. Hatsune Miku. Now, <laughs> oh, this this was track. I would say, how do we feel about this? Our love, our resident love live person. Well, technically, that would be you now, Grant, because you've been loving what Love Live has been producing as of late. Yeah, Layla's been on a tear as of late, but still, uh, I I would feel better if uh, Luna took first crack at this one. No. <laughs> I would be but, happy to. I mean, I'm glad Gray's been loving more of the Love Live stuff. Now you just gotta watch the shows because they are freaking fantastic. I just bought the... Which one did I buy? The one I did not have. The Niji... Niji Saki... The, the Niji Saki Gakuen one? The, yeah, Niji Saki Gakuen one. It finally came to Blu-ray and I bought that. And I've not watched it yet, but I'm very excited because, I mean, I've loved all the other love lives before, so I've been hyped to watch it. So, but getting on with Banzai Digital Trippers, I I do love Accords. Accords is, it's really hard to say if I love Muse or Accords more, because vocally I've always thought Accords was a little better, but I liked the girls better in Muse more in the show so i have like i have you know my stipulations in each and what i like about each one um and of course usually always hits with me always hits with me i think that bonsai digital trippers didn't really do that and i was actually expecting it would because i was like oh it's a course i'm so excited you know they always do something great and i was a little disappointed and i honestly say it wasn't on a chorus part for me because they used a lot of the Vocaloid aspect because this features Hatsune Miku of Vocaloid fame. And Vocaloid's never really been my thing. I loved the look of the design, but musically, you know, I never got into that type of genre. And I think it's great to see a chorus do a collaboration with Hatsune Miku, but I, I feel like it it made the Bonsai Digital Trippers feels more like a Vocaloid song and not much of an Accord song. You get a chorus flair in it in some it, it, instances, but it, it feels, really... It feels like it's more Hatsume Miku featuring Accords than yeah. Accords featuring Hatsune Miku. Exactly. And that's my biggest issue with it because when I saw a chorus, when you see a chorus featuring, you think it's mainly a chorus, but it really feels like it's flip-flopped. And... Yeah, you get some uh, chorus flair, but but it's not really completely there, and you hear so much Vocaloid influence in this, and yeah, it's great to see you know something different, but I the bonsai digital trippers just not really hit for me. I'm, I'm kind of sad. Yeah, this was a interesting release. I, I'm. I felt like there's aspects of it that I did like. I thought the Aquars ladies did a really good job on vocals. 
Uh, the song was a little bit more in like the techno genre for me. It's just a little too electronic. That yeah, vocaloid uh, I, style. I, yeah, and, and I get it. you know it's Hatsune Miku. That that's the vocaloid style and and stuff. And I'm, I've never been the biggest vocaloid fan. Uh, the song didn't convert me into that by any means. Also, the Hatsune Miku part was it was all right, I guess, but. Overall, I, I thought this was an okay release for what it is, but I wasn't. It wasn't my speed, so you know, like there was things I liked about it, but I don't think I would run out and pick this up. You know, I I appreciate what Bruchard has been doing as of late because they are trying to reach that genre. Because you know, as much as we might think it's a a music loving franchise here, it isn't that. It's a rhythm game franchise. And a lot of what captures rhythm game people is Vocaloid. And that's something that this was probably going to be coming for a long time because they've done this at least twice already with Bang Dream and, and D4DJ. So I wasn't really surprised that, you know, it was coming for Love Live. I, I am surprised that it is Awkward of all people. I thought it was going to be the, the Nijisaki Gakuen subgroup that would be handling them but no it's awkward that was handling this release i'm actually pretty surprised about that but you know i don't think this was going to be a song of hey if you don't know vocaloid this is what's going to convert you this is people that are into vocaloid trying to get into the other genre and that's what i legit think this this release was this release isn't for people who are of fans of love live this is for people that are fans of vocaloid and of the genre and this wasn't going to do any favors for the other side so to speak and you know to kind of go with what you guys were saying earlier the three for three here i did not like it unfortunately you know it is what it is with with hudson and miku and vocaloid overall but overall it's not a genre that all three of us not really appreciate here so but regardless this week it sold a lovely 25,369 copies here. Going on up to number two, it is Power by Seven Order. Now, I, you know, I, I would have to remiss to not talk about this because Seven Order was the group that I did originally for Music Corner. And, you know, it was a match made for heaven for you, Gray. And... I know you really liked Seven Order after that. Yeah, you liked them more, much more than I did, to be personally honest there, right? Uh, that is correct, yes. You like but, their more early stuff, and I like more of their later stuff, so yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, overall, with the Seven Order, with power... <laughs> you know, I, I can't fault the guys here for trying something they've never done before. And... It is something. You know, I don't fault them. I've always say groups do a genre that you've never done before because then you can at least say pass or fail, you did it. You varied you you went out the branch, so to speak. You crash and burn, you crash and burn, but you can at least say you did it. And power is one of those tracks for me <laughs> for seven order. I always thought that they always have length, even though they kind of diversify something a little bit. They never went out of the lane too much. Power, oh man, they went yo 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 pretty hard on this release. Am I right? Oh yes, they did. I was very surprised. 
yeah, this was definitely a much different release by Seven Order. But, I mean, you know, A for Effort, I, I really think they yeah, did. Yeah. They, they bring it, uh, you know, as much. I think Power is as likable as that Yo-Yo-Yo style is ever going to be for me. Uh, it's like you know, it's like I kind of liked it. I, I didn't love it, but I really felt like you know, you know, Seven Order always brings their A game, and I felt like Power was no exception. I, I do think it's way out of their lane, and I do wish they'd go back to doing more of their vocal heavy stuff. But they tried something different, and more power to them. Uh, power. I did like power a bit more than get gold, but. Overall, I thought this was a subpar release for them. I still added it. I still hit the plus sign on this release because I'm a Seven Order fan, and I I still kind of liked it. And you know, I can see myself kind of going back and listening to it a little bit. But I do feel like this is a step backwards for them, and you know, it is what it is. But you know, they're trying something different. You know, that's how you grow. That's how you expand. And you know, if this lets them kind of shake up the genre a little bit in a different way down the road. I think it'd be worth it. So we'll see kind of where they take it from here. But overall, I thought this was a step backwards from what they've been doing. Yeah, I I mean, I'm kind of hit or miss because, I mean, Seven Order did have great vocals. And can I remember when you picked them because I did enjoy them and I'm not super into the boy groups as much. And, but it's been a while since I've listened to them, so it was a little jarring to hear it. I'm like, oh, so this is what they're doing. I didn't hate it, but I also didn't love it. I thought Power was a better track than Get Gold. I did not care for Get Gold at all. I think I think they tried something different. I respect that. It might not be for everyone's taste, but it was very interesting. I'm... It's like, I like certain aspects of the song. I like what they were trying to do, that type of thing. But at the same time, I'm also like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this style for them. I don't think it really fits their group. But at the same time, I'm like, hmm, it's not a horrible song. There could be way worse ones than this. Yeah, I mean, regardless, it sold it sold fairly well at, you know, 32,549 copies here. You know, overall, minor gripes aside, they did what they needed to do. And they can't say they they are very vanilla at this point. They can say that, you know, they tried at least trying to go hard, so to speak. So, but regardless, let's continue on to our number one release here. And that is M by Ini, which is the main song is Password for this release. And... Yeah, with with Eni, you know, this is a uh, produce one hundred and one Japan group, and you know, not not to say that we all dislike anything that produce one hundred and one Japan or produce one hundred and one in general has released, but you know, it's been very difficult to find a release done by them that all three of us like. But overall, what did you guys think of M? Let's start with you, Luna. Oh, my God. And that's not a good, oh, my God. But, <laughs> uh, 
So where do I start without... Let me get my thoughts together on M, password. I honestly was... It's something? I, I, I'm going to start with this. Eni is not for me. I know that. This is not my for my generation. I have realized that several songs ago. I do understand this is something that many people do like. I completely get that, you know? But no matter what, it's going to be very hard for me to, you know, say, have good feelings toward it. So Password, Strident, Shooting Star were big no's for me. And it's mainly because, you know, it started out fine. Password started out okay until the rap. And my issue, this has been my issue with this Eni in general, is the rapper's vocals do not fit with the other, the other members of the group and it takes you out of the song completely and it makes you cringe and password stride and shooting star great examples of that because you know you hear some of these other members vocals and you're like okay that's not bad you know it's pop and lockish but it's still not for me then you hear the the rapper drop some what he thinks are sick beats they're not sick beats um it it's to me, it just takes, not just takes you out of the moment, it's cringeworthy and laughable at times. And I know he's not trying to be, it's just how his voice sounds, but it's just that odd member out type of thing. And to me, it ruins, it can ruin any track. I will say, the one song in M that I thought was, that shocked me was Mirror, and that's because one, there was no rap. Two, the harmonies were actually really good and you can hear Eni's vocals. And I would like to see Eni do more stuff like that. Did I download it? No. But I like hearing something different. Sh them showing off their skills. That they're not just pop and lock. They're not just this one type of genre. And so I give them props for something like that. But all in all this wasn't for me and i know they probably will never be fully for me and i understand that uh yeah uh any i don't know I've, I've got mixed feelings on this release now i did wind up hitting the plus sign on on this so I, i'm going to be listening to it a bit more uh and the thing of it is is i started listening to this uh me and my wife and we both kind of had the same sentiment that password isn't a good song. They, they say the word password, give, uh, I'm going to give you my password way too many times. Like they re just repeat that phrase ad nauseum. Uh, but, you know, during the verses, it's not too bad. And we both didn't like like the first like 30 seconds of the track. But, you know, once the song kind of got going, we were kind of into it. And then, yeah. The chorus is just some repeating, I'm going to give you my password like 90 times. So I, I don't know, like password, eh, it is what it is. I really wound up kind of enjoying the B-side songs. I thought Stride was pretty good, Shooting Stars pretty good, and Mirror was pretty good. So I, I, I'm, this is kind of the first Produce 101 release that I overall liked. It, it's weird. And I don't, I just don't know how I feel, but you, you know, Password, I, I didn't care too much for. I don't think it's a great song by any means, uh, but I think it gets better as it goes. And I wound up 
like I said, enjoying this release overall. Uh, I can't really defend Password. Like, that, that sounds not super good. But Stride, Shooting Star, and Mirror really show these guys to have really good vocals. And if they leaned into them, I think they'd have something special. Uh, the Pop and Lock, I, some groups can do it. Eh, words well, out if they the can, thing- though. The, the weird thing about this particular release is, even with Eni, I don't think they've advertised themselves more as more pop and lock, though. Because out of all the releases that we've had to listen to them, for them, they, I don't think they are a fancy group, though. Yeah, I, th- I think they're a bit more subdued, too, if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I've heard their stuff. I'd have to go back and listen to it, but... You know, I, I know, I, I mean, I'm granted, you know, I know you didn't like the Rocketeer, but I think this this is the... this is They've always done this, though, where the course just goes ad nauseum for them, so... But uh, a lot of their releases, they always... Re- repeat the chorus let's just say that or the main phrase of their thing so i'm not really at fault for that i, I, for, I well i hadn't forgot rocketeer but i forgot they did rocketeer <laughs> i'm a oh, rocketeer I, that, yeah I, 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 I never forgot that my friend i never forgot that but you know regardless there there's one thing with me that is really taking me out of the experience overall and there's there is just one vocalist one vocalist in Eni that really tries to do the yo 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 rap style and I don't know if he does that on purpose or if that's just what his spiel is with the group because overall with Eni they have really good vocals and this is the reason why I liked I liked beginner, uh, brighter Cadio and like some of the other stuff done by Eni. You know, this is this isn't the first release that I've done that I've really liked from Eni, but you know, there there's just one vocalist that just pulls me, in and I can't. It, it it sucks. It really sucks because. You know, like you just said, Stride is a much better song. Stride is, Stride is an amazing song. Because, you know, they're the vocal the vocal criticisms are on point there. Mirror is an amazing song because the vocal range is so, so good. And it's not flashy at all. It's not what they're trying to copy J-pop for and all, or K-pop for and all that stuff. It's really good vocal range and really good pop composition that is mixing really, really together. Except for that one vocalist. I really hate it. I really hate it. Yeah, no, I, I can understand having one person really just take you out of the experience. So I, I, I get it, yeah. And I do wish they'd focus a bit more on their vocals because I, I, you know, you hear stride and you're like, yeah, they can, they can really sing. And, you know, there's a reason why they're together, but, uh, yeah, the, the, some, I mean, it's 11 guys. I mean, kudos to the one guy for standing out, I guess, <laughs> because there's 11 of them, but 
Yeah, but uh, the thing is, it's yeah. just like, man, it's 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 a nail in the hammer situation where, like, you got this one guy just trying his best to do something where it feels like he's shoved in, and that's why I, I, it takes me out of it. That's the same for me, and and. I, I think that's the only reason why I, I like Mir because well, you didn't have that in it, but every other Eni song, it feels like the rap's thrown in, you know, that yo, 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 and then you're just like, this doesn't fit with what they're, you know, the song, this doesn't fit with, you know, the composition. It just really, like you said, Ken, takes you out of the moment. Yeah. But, you know, regardless, this sold gangbusters. It sold absolutely gangbusters, you know, close to half a mil at at this point, you know, 495,000 copies here. And, you know, Eni isn't going to stop anytime soon. This is their third physical release, and I believe all of them have been above 400,000, so. Oh, yeah, they have. And you can tell. I mean, they they know what does sell, and there's a certain generation that really does like their music, and I totally get that. I know it's yeah. not for me, but you can tell that what they're targeting is working when you see their numbers. Yeah. And with that, let's go to the albums real fast here and kind of round this up here. We got Film Music at number one by Heisei Jump. You know, good for them. 200,000 copies. That's not a, not a number to not sneeze at here. Otto is still kind of lingering around here. I'm pretty sure her, her release is probably going to be the number one song for for the year i have a sneaking suspicion for that because of just how popular uh one piece film red is i've been hearing murmurs about it now if i'm hearing murmurs about it that means it's popular yeah i've heard it's really good i've heard a lot of talk so i mean i've heard more rumor or more murmurs about one piece film red Compared to the Dragon Ball movie, and the Dragon Ball movie is dubbed currently. Uh, well, that Dragon Ball movie hit number one at the box office when it came out, and it beat out everything else. Well, I mean, that's not really fair. There's not much else out right now. <laughs> even even if we're in the, the post-pandemic era here, it's just uh, very interesting. The only thing I've heard from the Dragon Ball movie was Gohan takes a significant front seat role in this movie. Interesting. I did hear it was good from people who saw it. I just, I'm hit or miss in DBZ, so I'll watch it eventually. But I, I'm very curious about the One Piece film Red. Actually, with all the rumors I've heard, I did start watching One Piece, but I didn't get very far. I, I mean, I mean, it's a long series. Gets, uh, you just gotta... By the time it gets dubbed, you, you'll probably be uh, halfway to where the movie is. Yeah, no idea. I only made three episodes. I was trying to get my nephew to like it. It didn't work. I, I ended up remembering it from back in the day, and then I'm like, man, I wish if he liked this, because I would sit and watch this. Yeah, time to watch Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I watched all DBZ again. I watched all DBZ. I'm never watching that again. <laughs> but yeah. Once is enough. With, with that, I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of You can find us on all social media platforms at ongekdu on twitter and instagram you can also find the website where we talk about the japanese music industry at ongekdu.com you can follow our affiliates 
Cardi Hunter, who is a retro variety streamer. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Cardi Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out our affiliate, Temper Taff, who is going through Warcraft and, and WoW, like classic WoW for some strange reason. But you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Timber T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out your sister Luna Rose, who is probably going through all the lovely things about getting a sanctuary island and getting a lot of pets in Final Fantasy XIV. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash RainstarKitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out our affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name, who we t- <laughs> who is an accomplished author of her smuck books, and I love promoting it every single chance I get. But yeah. You can check her out at touch.tv slash fangirl has no name, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast where me, Fangirl, Timber, and Kyo talk about the gaming stuff called Pod of Source. This past week was our 69th episode. Very, very nice. And we went at nauseum talking about Fangirl's book. Oh my goodness. And I've learned so many things over the last two and a half hours that I did that podcast and I I did not want to know in my lifetime. But yeah, if you want to check out my scarring and my post-scarring after re-editing that episode, you can check that out by looking up Karyu Hunter, same as his Twitch handle, on all podcast streaming services. You can follow me on Twitter at OTYKen one where I talk about Bang Dream, I know about Robo, and Joshi Pro Wrestling. Where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at OngakaGray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. So if you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. And where can we find you, Luna? You can follow me on several social media platforms, such as the Twitter, Letterboxd, Anime, Planet, My Anime Planet. List, Anime Planet, as LunaMaria87. Or you can follow, and you can follow me on Instagram as Nerdy Collector Luna. I mainly talk about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, horror movies, new podcasts with me in it, on the burning if you like horror. So follow me there. But yeah, I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ungakadu. I'm your host Kinson. Thank you very much, and have a great day. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Hope you enjoy, jo- enjoyed it. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Jamatane. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And me and Luna will be right back here next week. Bye-bye.